Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan, Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again for those who have tuned in to this week's podcast. We continue to lift up the Ukrainian people and for those who are seeking refuge. We pray the blood of Jesus over chronic sinusitis. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In the name of the good teacher, Jesus Christ, amen. Today I'm starting a new series on betrayal in the Bible. My friends, you should not be surprised when a relative or a close friend betrays you. Surprisingly, in the Bible, there are numerous examples of those who break that trust. The definition of betrayal is the act of disappointing a person's trust, hopes, or expectations, the failure to keep or honor a promise or principle. The story of Adam and Eve may seem like a betrayal until you take a closer look. When God told Adam that he could eat of every tree except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, in Genesis 2, verses 16 and 17, there is no mention of God giving that direction to Eve. We can assume Adam relayed that directive to Eve based on her recall of God's order in Genesis 3, verses 2 and 3. So the question is, did Adam betray God by eating? Technically, yes. But if you use the definition that I shared with you, the answer is no. Why? Because God already knew they would eat. You can't disappoint God or his expectations. The answer is yes, because Adam and Eve failed to honor a principle. In other words, they betrayed themselves. After that, the sin of betrayal is in the bloodline of man, and the result is a long list of those who continue to betray others. Cain betrayed his brother Abel by killing him in Genesis 4 and 8. Cain lulled Abel into a pleasant conversation before taking his life. This was a planned murder by Cain, and as we will see, this is the scene played out over and over in the Bible and outside the Bible. Someone pretends to be your friend right before they bring death. It has been said, the saddest thing about betrayal is that it never comes from your enemies. The story of Esau and Jacob should be a cut and dry betrayal story, but let's take a look at the background. Genesis 25:19 begins the narrative with Isaac and Rebekah, his wife, bringing forth twins. Esau was the firstborn and owned the rights to inherit the largest share of the estate of Isaac when he passed. But instead of honoring the principles of the birthright, Esau sold his birthright to Jacob for a bowl of stew. Thus, Esau betrayed himself. But the deception doesn't stop there. God had chosen Jacob before they were even born in Genesis 25:23, And it says, And the older shall serve the younger. Yet, because Isaac loved Esau, he tried to pass on the blessing to Esau. But before Isaac could give his blessing to his son, Rebekah steps in. She loved Jacob and helps him deceive Isaac, a man with poor eyesight and poor judgment. And so Jacob deceives Isaac with the help of his mother. As a result, we have a triple betrayal. Rebekah betrays her own husband 
by preparing food and claiming Esau had prepared it. Jacob betrays Esau by claiming to be him. Jacob betrays Isaac by claiming that he was Esau and letting Isaac bless him. Poor Esau was left with no birthright and no blessing. Read the story in Genesis chapter 27. After Jacob's betrayal, Esau threatened to kill his brother. And to protect her son, Rebekah sent him to live with her brother Laban. This would be the last time Jacob would see his father and mother. Jacob meets and falls in love with Laban's daughter, Rachel. And for seven years, he worked for Laban for Rachel's hand in marriage. At the end of the seven years, Jacob asked for Rachel. On the wedding night, Laban betrayed Jacob by sending his oldest daughter, Leah, into the tent. The next morning, Jacob discovered that he had slept with Leah, not Rachel. Laban explained that in their culture, the oldest daughter is married first. Well, that's one way to get both your daughters married. Read about that in Genesis 29, verses 1 through 25. Beginning in Genesis 29, 31, Jacob starts his family with Leah giving him four sons, but Rachel was barren. Rachel decides to let her maid Bilhah become a surrogate and gave Jacob two sons. When Leah could not produce any more children, she gave her maid Zilpah to Jacob, and she produced two more sons. Miraculously, Leah had two more sons and a daughter. Rachel would finally have a son, but she would later die giving birth to her second son. Now, Jacob has twelve sons and one daughter. Now I've set the stage for the antics of the brothers. Genesis 34 relays a story about Jacob's daughter Dinah, who was raped by Shechem, the son of Hamor. When Hamor came to Jacob, telling him that his son loved Dinah, a marriage arrangement was made between the fathers, but the brothers had a counteroffer. Jacob's two sons, Simeon and Levi, proposed that the men of Hamor's family be circumcised, otherwise no marriage. The men of Hamor's family agreed, and on the third day after they were circumcised, while the men of the city were in pain, Simeon and Levi came to the city and killed Hamar, Shechem, and all the other men, avenging the rape of their sister. Then they plundered the city and captured the wives and children. This was the ultimate betrayal. One minute you think you're getting married, the next you are circumcised and dead. The brothers continue to show their true character in Genesis chapter 37. Jacob loved Joseph, the son of Rachel, more than all of his other children. He made Joseph a coat of many colors, and his brothers were extremely jealous. Joseph was 17 years old when he began to have dreams, and in that dream he was set above his family, and his brothers would have to bow to him. Of course, this angered the brothers, and they conspired to kill Joseph. Reuben, the oldest, steps in and convinces the brothers not to kill him. Instead, they strip Joseph of his coat of many colors and put him in a pit, then sat down and ate a meal right next to the pit. Now, folks, that's cold-blooded. While they were eating, they spotted a caravan of traders on their way to Egypt, and Judah came up with a plan to sell Joseph to the traders for 20 pieces of silver. Talk about betrayal. Listen to this story of betrayal found in Joshua 7. One man's sin betrayed the entire nation of Israel. 
The people of Israel had just brought down the walls of Jericho in Joshua chapter 6. Joshua warned the people not to take anything that the people of Jericho used in their worship, and the silver, the gold, the bronze, and the iron belonged to the Lord. Well, Achan decides that he would be disobedient and take what had been warned not to take. After Jericho, the next city to conquer was Ai, but the Israelites only sent 3,000 men instead of the entire army. 36 men lost their lives in that defeat. When Joshua asked the Lord why they had lost, Achan's sin was exposed. Achan had betrayed the nation of Israel, and now his actions would betray his family, as his wife, children, and all of his possessions were taken out and stoned. Ouch! The cost of betrayal. Absalom and Amnon were sons of King David, and Amnon fell in love with his half-sister Tamar, who was a virgin. Amnon loved her so much that he fell sick. Read the plot in 2 Samuel chapter 13. Amnon asked Tamar to come into his bedroom and take care of him while he was sick. When she arrived, he betrayed her by raping her. Then Amnon's love turned into hate as he hated her more than he loved her. My friends, the house of David was a mess, but David asked for forgiveness while his children did not learn that lesson. When Absalom found out that his brother had raped his sister, he took no action. Two years passed, and Absalom had a feast for all the king's sons, including Amnon. After Amnon was drunk with wine, Absalom gave his men the order to kill Amnon thus avenging his sister and betraying his brother. Absalom fled for three years, and when he returned to Jerusalem, David did not see him for another two years. They finally met in 2 Samuel 14, verse 33. After meeting with his father, Absalom proceeded to slowly take the kingdom from David. Finally, Absalom made himself king, forcing David to flee Jerusalem. Read this account in 2 Samuel 15. My brothers and sisters, when the sins of the children are left unchecked and unpunished by parents, the next generation takes it to the next level. Of all the stories in today's podcast, the sin of Achan was punished so that there would be no next generation of Achan's children. Joshua dealt with the primary offender Achan and his secondary offenders, his family. By not acknowledging a sin, it festers and grows and continues to grow until it destroys. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your hand of correction. When we sin against you, after you have corrected us, you wipe the slate clean and do not remember our sins anymore. We thank you for that. In the name of the Holy and Righteous One, Jesus Christ, amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church, send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to our email address, which is hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. The second part of Betrayal in the Bible will be next week. Please join us. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.